Please be seated. It's interesting to have a reading like this today where there are a number of themes. And one of the things that we need to see is how this passage speaks to us into our current circumstances. Sometimes we look at these readings and we wonder how do they apply to us in the here and now. For us in our time today, we are like the lepers approaching Jesus in faith in in faith-filled prayers, asking him to answer them. But then this reading makes me think about the idea of whether an answered prayer is the end of our journey with, with that part of our life, with God. And so I wanted to unpack that thought a little bit further. Some of the similarities we see is that the people who had leprosy were separated from their community. They had to be in another part. They couldn't mix with those that were well, those that were clean. They had to live in their own colonies. They were quarantined. And whenever they saw someone that was clean, they had to call out and make them aware that they were unclean so that they didn't come too close. And this is what they were doing. They were at a distance and they were shouting out, Master, have mercy on us. They couldn't live in populated areas And um, there was also, with with their illness, there was also a sense of being defiled. They couldn't go into a temple to worship God. So there were a number of things that kept them away from their community, away from God in this situation. In our situation, we are quarantined from heaven. We live on earth. We are away from our God. We are away from the presence of our Lord in in the physical sense. Those who are in sin cannot be in heaven. And we, we are from afar calling to our Lord God, calling to Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Master, hear our prayers while we are here on earth and away from your ever-living presence. We are living in a decaying world and we keep moving in that world whilst on the other side, We have a world that exists forever. Heaven, there is no decay. Heaven, we are in the presence and glory of the glory of our Lord. In their isolation, exclusion, the lepers recognized something in Jesus that made them want to approach him, that made them want to speak to him. Their spirits were drawn to Jesus and where the apostles and the disciples called Jesus their master, we had the lepers doing the same thing. So in many ways, these people who were quarantined from their society were also calling Jesus Master. They somehow just knew that. And here, while we are quarantined on earth, here, while we are away from God's presence, we too know the presence of the Holy Spirit when God sends it. Those moments when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable to God and call the Holy Spirit to surround us and keep us. There are many times I can just feel myself almost cocooned. And so in our isolation, we too know the spirit and presence of God. And we too can talk to our Lord God just as the lepers did. 
Like the lepers, we pray in faith. We pray, no, we pray for an intention or an intercession, but we pray in faith. As the lepers prayed, if we read the story, the lepers prayed and they were told to walk off to see the priest. At the moment they prayed, their prayers weren't answered. But they, in following the instructions from Jesus, their prayers were answered. And at that point, the Samaritan turns around and comes back to Jesus. In many ways, we are here on earth and when we pray, we have to have an expectation that our prayers are going to be answered. We have to see our prayers being answered, even if that doesn't happen today. We have to expect that if we pray for rain, that sometimes we might have to carry an umbrella. We might have to just be ready that that prayer is going to be answered. So with all these points and with all these similarities between the lepers and being in the colony and being separated from their community, with us being separated from heaven, not eternally, but for a little while longer, we need to be able to speak to Jesus and we do so through our prayer. In their prayer for healing, they were cleansed. And yet Jesus makes the point that it is the Samaritan by his thanksgiving that was made well. So what I'd like to suggest today is that the answered prayer is not the end of our journey and introspection and devotion to God. It is only the beginning. A prayer, an answered prayer is not an end to itself, but a beginning to understanding and devoting ourselves to God even further. Faith enacted in a certain way can cleanse us and bring us, bless, and bring us blessings of God into our life. We can pray for healing. We can pray for needs to be met, jobs to be found, for parishioners to be um, come, taking an application form to be on parish council. We can pray for those things. And God in his wisdom may grant those things and God may allow those petitions to be answered. And when we pray them, we are cleansed like the lepers. We allow the faith that we have in God to allow Jesus' spirit to enter us. And so we have that connection with God during our prayer. But the wordplay today between being cleansed and being made well reminds us that being spiritually whole or well is about the fact that we see the process of our interaction with God as one that starts with God's grace. The answered prayer given as an undeserved gift by God because of his love for us is, some, is the start of it all, not the end. The, Samaritan, the Samaritan's actions show that he knew that he did not deserve this and as someone who didn't deserve God answering his prayers was able to go back to God and thank God. And in that process of thanks and gratitude deepened his spiritual devotion to his Lord because he didn't see the prayer answered as a transaction between himself and God. He saw himself as someone that did not deserve the prayer answered but had the awe, but could live in the awe and love of God 
the awe and fear of God that allowed him to know that he got this prayer, but he didn't deserve it. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Robert. Welcome. Gratitude by many has been referred to as a barometer of spiritual health. Gratitude and thanksgiving shows a heart that is spirit-led and joyous because we see our Lord God answering things and being with us. This God that holds the whole universe in his hands, that has every star, every speck, every piece of matter or dark matter under his control still recognises you, each and every one of you, as being very important in his world, in his plans. Gratitude is primarily a way of seeing the, seeing the world. The ten lepers in the story before us all see the same blessing, but only one of them is able to acknowledge that the blessing happened by God and is grateful for it. Somehow the healing that the Samaritan received changes his vision or possibly corrected his viewpoint about God and he is able to see that the blessing that he has been given through his healing needed to be completed by God with thanks and praise to make him whole. He has seen Jesus recognise his blessing and rejoiced in it, taking the time to say thank you And this changes the course and action of his behaviour because he has seen something more, something deeper in his relationship with God. Something that inspired him to not follow Jesus' early instructions because when you read it, he was told to go and see the priest and uh, show himself. But he doesn't actually quite make it to the priest. He's so filled with joy and love that he does a U-turn and comes back straight to God and says, thank you. So in some ways, there's an act of sovereign action in God's love for this this, um, Samaritan that causes him to be so overwhelmed by his love of God that he can't actually take one step further. He has to go back to his God before he can see any priest or do any earthly action. C.S. Lewis once wrote, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not because I can see it or look directly into it, but because I buy it, I can see everything else around me. When our prayers are answered, when we have our intercessions met, we believe in the Lord Jesus as Master and Lord of all of creation, Not because we have seen him as Thomas has seen him. We haven't put our fingers into his wounds. We haven't touched his heart. We haven't touched his body. We haven't eaten with him like he did with many of his disciples and apostles in that 40 days that he was here on earth. But by prayer, by my prayer being answered, I know that God is active in my life. I know that I am not alone as I am isolated from heaven here on earth. I can see God not because I have seen him directly, but I can see him through his actions in my life that says I am not alone. 
and I am loved and I am recognised and I am known, as it says, by every hair on your head. So it doesn't take long for God to know me sometimes. <laughs> we all have something similar to deal with as people. The ten lepers were all dealing with similar things in their circumstances. As a parish, we deal with dwindling numbers of people coming to our worship, taking on the things that need to be done to release the kingdom into our parish, or taking on leadership roles which help release God's glory into paths and circumstances that we are yet to know. And yet we are no different to any other church at the moment, going through these pressures and, and trying to navigate and traverse the things that come with them. As a parish, we have been praying for people to come to attend our services. Taking St Linus's as an example, a, little, a few weeks ago, we had 21 people attend our, just a normal Sunday service. It wasn't anything special. There was no food, apart from Ian's wonderful sandwiches. There was no food that we had on offer. It was just one of our usual Sunday services and the church was about 40% full. Excluding combined services and special services, it's probably about, I could, it was either 2019 or 2017 since the last time we had that many people in our church. Either way, we could debate the date, but either way, it's been a while since we've had that many people come to our ordinary worship service on a Sunday. Another prayer that we have had is to release God's glory into our community and help rally all of us around the idea of releasing God's glory. I prayed and I discerned that Food Bank was something that I wanted to try here in the parish and get it up and running. And so, as I prayed for people to come be involved, I've got all of you guys saying, can you put me on a roster to pack things? I've got, I put it on a Facebook post and all of a sudden I had people from Anemda's campus, the high-functioning students. I had the, the campus manager ring me and have a chat to me about how they could help. I've just had people coming out of everywhere trying to, wanting to be part of this amazing thing that we can do to release God's glory. Now, two prayers, significantly answered. We could say, thanks Lord, and move on very quickly. Or what does that show about the way that we can see ourselves at the moment? What does this show about how others can see themselves in the moment when a prayer is answered? If you think God has forgotten about us, think again. If you think that God doesn't remember us, think again. These answered prayers put a spotlight on the fact that we are God's people. We are God's church. Jesus is with us. Jesus has not forgotten or abandoned our churches or our places of worship or our parish. We are well and truly known by God. And the more that we allow Jesus into our space, the more that we allow the Holy Spirit into our place to guide and nurture and sustain us, the more the blessings will flow into our parish. Indeed, we also have the St. Basil's Orthodox Parish who Avril was telling me the other day and I had a chat to Peter 
Um, they want, they're going, well, we got, we, we got abundant lives. What, what can we do to top up your boxes for food bank? The more that we look to release God's kingdom on earth, the more that God shows us that he knows us and he loves us. These and many more prayers will be answered. But as they are answered, they shine a light that allows us to see that the God of the universe, the God of all creation, the God that knows all matter that is created, both seen and unseen, breathes life into our church, breathes life into our mission, and wants us to release the kingdom into our, into our circumstances. I see those two things, and maybe for you, for you guys, you might have seen miracles already, but I'm just, I just sit there and I go, wow, my God did this in our parish. My God did this because the people are praying for it. Wow. That's all I can, I kind of just sit there and I just keep going, wow, all the time. It's, it's almost, you know, Naya gets annoyed. Ben's going, Dad, stop it. You know, everyone in the house is a critic when I get excited. But we should be excited because you guys prayed for it and God has answered it. Wow. Think about the last prayer, prayer that you prayed that was answered. Did you move on very quickly and allow that prayer to be the end of itself? Or did you sit there and go, wow, or yes, or whatever it is, that may, or whatever way you express yourself being excited in the moment? Was the answer to the prayer a light on your life saying to you, directly to you, that God knows you and God wants the best for you and God has not forsaken you and God has not left you and God has not turned his back on you? So over the next week, as we always have a bit of homework, being an ex-chaplain and teacher, that's kind of the thing that I do, over the next week, I invite you to reflect on the times of your prayers and when they were answered. Did you see the prayer as an end in itself, as a transactional thing? I prayed, I got the prayer answered. Right, that's a nice way. And that's, that's a nice cleansing thing for our spiritual self. It's nice to know that when we talk to our Father in heaven, he listens and he answers. That cleanses, that cleanses a lot of fear and anxiety and worry in our life. But what makes us whole? What makes us well? Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. What gives us spiritual wellness is the thanksgiving that we have in our heart for our Lord. Yes, we are cleansed of fear and worry when our prayers are answered because we know that God is listening. But what does it say to you? Do you see the prayer as a transaction or do you see prayer as a continual devotion of God hearing you and you saying thanks and knowing that God is with you and sharing that experience and sharing it as a testimony which inspires others to know our Lord God? The, positive, the positivity will, we build up in the process of going from cleansed to well does not mean that things will always turn out okay. Positivity through thankfulness reminds us that we will be okay no matter what 
the spiritual things that we are dealing with. This is the difference, I think, between seeing a prayer answered as a journey in itself as opposed to a prayer answered that shines light on our lives that God is with us no matter what. I pray that you all have a deeper relationship with God and I start hearing a lot of wows in our congregation. The Lord be with you.